0: Hey everybody, BTBT is back with part one of a very special two-part episode highlighting our time at the well in Brooklyn for the last day of Summerfest. The crew had a great time at the fest and both part one and part two are jam-packed with special guests from some of the biggest breweries in New York. In today's episode, we get to spend a little time with Matt who is the head of sales of Big Atlas Brewing, rich owner and head brewer of Bridge and Tunnel and brendan a sales rep from sand city brewing now don't forget if you like what you hear please show our podcast some love and subscribe on itunes and leave us a good rating too we appreciate all the support now sit back crack a brew and enjoy cheers
1: hey what's going on this is beer today beer tomorrow we're back at it in brooklyn and we're at the well on uh, 272 mesero street for the five borough craft beer last day of summer music and beer bash, and uh, it's featuring three different bands, over two dozen local and regional breweries, pouring um, a whole bunch of really good craft beers, and the nice thing about this event is that all proceeds are being donated to the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. Here with me is our newest uh, BTBT goon, Perry. Perry, how you doing?
2: Pretty great. Gotta say the weather's holding up pretty well for the last day of
1: summer. Absolutely. Perry from Pittsburgh, glad to have you back. Uh, And just really quickly about the well. Uh, on any given night, the well carries roughly 200 beers, 60 on tap, uh, 10 champagnes, a wall of liquor, and they have a quarter acre of private outdoor space devoted to special events like the one we're at here tonight. Uh, that equates to roughly 11,000 square feet of private outdoor space, and in Brooklyn, that's 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 pretty fucking impressive. Uh, and they are open seven days a week. Now, our first uh, guest of the show, we're very very happy. To uh, bring Big Alice back on the show Uh, We've we've done a show there in the past Love Big Alice Uh, Sir, please introduce yourself
3: Hey guys, so uh, I'm Matt I'm the head of sales at Big Alice Brewing Company Uh, We're based out of Long Island City in Queens And basically we like to make some really fucking awesome beer
1: Fucking A, man (laughs) Uh, And how long have you been with the brewery?
3: So I've been drinking at the brewery for (laughs) quite a few years now, but I've officially been working here for uh, about six months.
1: Okay, nice. Nice, nice. And uh, what were you doing before you got into the uh, craft beer scene?
3: Uh, So before I got into craft beer, I kind of worked a really boring office job. I kind of sat behind a desk, worked uh, in front of a computer, and hated it. So now I work in beer.
1: You made the right decision, my friend. You made the right decision.
3: I'm all about that.
1: Um, and so, can you tell us a little bit about the beers you're pouring today?
3: Sure. So, today we brought uh, two of our favorites at the brewery. Uh, first, we brought our Queensbridge IPA. It's just our like, nice, classic, East Coast-style IPA. Uh, not uh, too aggressive on the alcohol, so people can have uh, quite a few if they decide to come uh, pay multiple visits. And we brought something that also represents our more funky side of things. It's our LIC Native, which is our coffee pale ale. Uh, basically, that beer, we uh, have a pale ale base, and then we add a cold brew concentrate that we make from a custom roast uh, from a, another Long Island City business called Na- uh, Native Coffee Roasters. That's right.
4: Nice.
3: Uh, so that's real nice and smooth. get a little bit of a bitterness from the coffee, but it's just like a super mellow beer that's freaking delicious
1: excellent excellent and i actually had um i had one of them before one of your beers i can't even remember which one i had right now but uh i um, I, I mean we, we love big alice uh, like i was telling you off here kyle i mean he, he's been on the show like four times uh so definitely it's great it's great to have you representing big alice here today um so we like to ask this question to our guests uh, uh, when it concerns the beers is there like a story behind the name or a story behind the conception of the
3: beer that you're aware of Uh, alright so this is actually a question we get pretty regularly Um, so uh, right down the street from us the the giant power plant with the big red red and white smokestacks um, they've got it's essentially nicknamed Big Alice but uh, Alice is spelled after Alice Chalmers which is a company that makes one of their power generators in the station Right. So, you know, if you uh, if you know a little bit about Kyle's uh, background, he's actually from Wisconsin, where yes. the Alice Chalmers company is based out of. So when uh, the brewery started up, it made sense to kind of uh, connect with the neighborhood and kind of reappropriate the Big Alice nickname of the power plant. Sure. But in terms of the actual branding, to really represent Long Island City. Uh, in our name, so instead of spelling it A L L I S, as in the Alice Chalmers company name, we made sure to be uh, A L I C E to represent L I C, uh, you know, and right. re- rep the neighborhood.
1: Right on, right on. Queens all day, maybe Queens all day. Um, so uh, obviously, the beers you guys brought—they're they're two distinct beers. They're different, different styles, different types. But if, if you had to choose, is—is is there one that you would prefer over the other? Ooh, I mean that, that's that's a tough question. It's a very
3: tough question. Um, They're very different beers. So, like, I gotta say, that if if I'm just uh, you know, if I'm if I'm looking to just kind of hang back and uh, drink something without thinking about it too much, I'm probably going with our Queen's Bridge. But that's the IPA. That, yeah, it's our IPA. But if I'm if I'm uh, hanging out with somebody who's unfamiliar to our beers or to craft beer and and New York City uh, scene in general, I'm definitely uh, going with the LIC native to really show them what craft beer can be, you know, as opposed to what they might be used to uh, seeing around. Sure. That's fair.
1: That's fair. That's a good answer. Um, So I have to ask, other than Big Alice, obviously, what's your favorite beer, what's your favorite brewery here right now? Oh, or or a brewery. not necessarily. I mean, there's a lot of very good breweries here. So maybe a brewery that you're excited, that you're exceptionally excited about currently.
3: Um, so I'll say I've got two breweries uh, I'd, I'd like to point out. First, I'm actually real excited that uh, Five Boroughs Brewing is here tonight because yes, they to just Five opened Burrows. up uh, down in Sunset Park about a month and a half ago. Yep. So you know, I always love seeing you know other New York City breweries opening up. You, know, you know, it's a Real great community, so we all want to support each other. Whenever uh, anybody's out in the scene, uh, putting out good beer and just like honestly, just representing New York City beer in the best light possible. Um, so uh, besides five boroughs, I'm actually real excited that Sloop uh, decided to make it all the way down right here, just because a lot of the a lot of the players we see around here tonight, like uh, KCBC, inner borough, like. They're a quick subway ride for me to go visit their tap rooms. Sloop, it's a little bit more of a trek, so I'm very excited to be posted up pretty much right next to their table. Nice, nice. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they're upstate, right? They're upstate, yeah. Yeah. It's great
1: to see them participating in this event. I I definitely agree with that. Do
3: you guys have any any new beers in the works that you can talk about? So we've been trying to keep this... uh, pretty on the down low for a little while, but... Uh oh
1: BTBT exclusive?
3: Are we uh, ready for it? uh, This Wednesday, we will be releasing uh, our first uh, bottle from our barrel program. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's called uh, Fistful of Rubies, and it's basically a red wine barrel-aged American sour that we aged on top of about 100 pounds of Montmorency cherries, that we actually hand-picked from Middle Village. Right, I read
1: about that. Right, that's lo- that that is as local as it gets.
3: Yeah. So, so uh, myself, uh, John, our head brewer, and Don, or, or excuse me, Dom, our cellarman, we spent about a solid three to four hours handpicking these cherries uh, out out in Queens. Nice. favor like, so like of love. Right. Honestly, there probably would have been more cherries in the actual barrels if we didn't eat probably another, like, 10, 20 pounds of them. Oh,
1: man. That must have been awesome. That's the whole experience, picking the cherries and then – and then putting them in 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 the whole recipe, like that's amazing.
3: Yeah. there's a lot of love that went into that beer. So we're super excited to have bottles available for people to uh, pick up from the tap room. Awesome, man. Awesome. And uh, now, do you guys have any any events coming up that you could
1: talk about? Any events you guys are participating in after this one?
3: Um, so uh, actually tomorrow, uh, I'll have to also be over at the uh, Ridgewood Stroll. Uh, put together by the Myrtle Avenue uh, Business Improvement District. Right. Um, basically just kind of showcasing a lot of the, the businesses out on the, that stretch of Myrtle and Ridgewood and everything. So I'm super excited to be out there with uh, a few of our other uh, Queens-based breweries. So that'll be a nice little afternoon. Nice. Um, but
1: Is that with um, Craft Culture? Yes. No? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, we just actually... Um not too long. We did a show. Uh, we did a show there. It's okay. a very
3: nice place. Yeah, uh, C- Caesar's always been one Boy, of our biggest cool. support, yeah, uh, yeah. supporters. Uh, so we're always happy to work with him uh, you know, with whatever he puts together. Very
1: cool. Very cool. Now I have to ask. Growing up, what was a beer that you that, that you were drinking when you were when you were young and just getting into beer? What was a beer you were drinking back then?
3: All right. So a- apart from the uh, the standard. Underage, you know, natty lights and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm originally a Philly boy, so I gotta say Yingling. Okay. Like, that's that's what, I, you know, I, that was my go to. Right? Uh, so, like, you know, I, I gotta represent. Sure. Nice, nice, man.
2: How early do you think you got onto things like Victory? Uh, so, what was that? Like, you know, Victory? Oh.
3: I think everybody from Pennsylvania knows victory right, by right. now. So,
2: I mean, like, that was probably one of my first underage got snuck a good beer, good beer kind okay. of deals.
3: I was, just was, saying, it, uh, was it similar
2: for you? or?
3: Well, well, I, I know uh, Golden Monkey's definitely done me dirty uh, pretty regularly.
2: <laughs> 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 we, we all have that story from PA. <laughs>
1: That's funny. For, for Queens way back, way, way back in the day, it was – uh it was it was funny because because I had this 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 weird mix where it's like I was I was fortunate enough to be introduced to these uh, these German and uh, and Belgian styles, but at the same time I was drinking Saint Ides and Old E. So you know I, I, we have our own fair share of stories in Queens about drinking uh, drinking that malt liquor. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, is, is there anything else that you can you can tell us about Big Alice? Anything else you want to
3: promote? Um. I can say honestly, I just want to, you know, let people know, to like you know, keep an eye out for our uh, barrel age program because you know we're we're really hitting it hard. We've already got uh, two more already in the like currently in the works. We've got a a grisette and a barley wine. Really, that that are gonna be coming out, uh, you know, a few months down are, the road. Are you at liberty to speak on the barley wine at all? I will say two things about it. Sure. That barley wine is going to be bourbon barrel-aged. Wow. Nice. And the name uh, we, we came up with is Valley of Ashes. I like the name. Uh, I like the name. Uh, and uh, that's actually a reference to the Great Gatsby, which right. is one of the, the neighborhoods that they would drive through, which is ba- supposed to be based in Queens.
1: Right. Oh, wow. wow. Wow, I, I love the fact that you guys are doing a barley wine, and I love the fact that you're like basing great literary uh, literary queen's history into it. That's really cool. I've actually, you know, um, you know, it, it, being at the brewery in the past, hearing Kyle talk about it, the whole program. Uh, it's it, it's exciting seeing it now come to fruition, and uh, that's awesome, man. I think I think that's something that the whole. Local craft beer scene can really get behind and really get excited for.
3: And you know, we, we uh, really appreciate the support and the love. You know, you've been to our space. we we're, uh, oh, yeah. we're as efficient as we can be uh, where we're at. So we're yeah. excited to really push out some really uh, wonderful, exciting beer uh, for people to come and drink.
1: Yeah, man, I love the vibe over at Big Alice. It's a good crew, a uh, good group of folks over there, and uh, I- interesting flavor spectrum that you guys are exploring. And I'm excited to see, you know, what the uh, what the future holds for you guys.
3: All right, thank you.
1: Harry, uh, any any uh, questions and any any thoughts for our guest?
2: No, I guess I definitely would echo being excited because barrel aging, you know, is kind of. Not really common here in New York, from what I've seen. Everybody's all about canning it fresh and getting it out, crushing through it, and being done with it. But not, not as many people maybe, you know, are doing like transmitter. They take their time with their beers. But other than that, you don't really see people really like slowing it down to really get something awesome out of it. So that's that's exciting to see in the scene.
1: Sure, and I'll say this, and um, I I don't want to sound sacrilegious because I am a big hop guy. I love IPAs, I love doubles, but I mean there is an oversaturation of it, and you guys. You guys do have your IPA, you know, but you, all, which I believe is part of a
3: rotating hop series. Is that correct? Uh, so uh, the, the Queen's Ridge is our uh, standard that's, year-round IPA. Right. We do have the uh, 1898 18, IPA, right, right, which right. we'll rotate the hops. Uh, basically, with whatever we feel like playing with. Nice, and, and and that's basically those are your only two IPAs. Everything else is is
1: a different aspect of the flavor spectrum.
3: Yeah, and you know. We feel with a lot of the breweries that are in the city, everybody makes good, great beer. Everyone makes, a lot of people make great IPAs. So, you know, we're kind of working towards uh, just being playful and going with very bold, robust flavors that people aren't going to be expecting. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of our uh, right. our target with the beers that we want to make. Where yes, you know, we make some very solid IPAs and we love them. But uh, we honestly we get the most fun playing around with our more adventurous styles. Very
1: cool, man. Very very cool. Um, yeah, man. I mean, is there anything else you you would like to uh, let our audience know? Anything about Big Alice you want to talk about coming up, or you know, and,
3: and maybe maybe tell us about the Big Alice philosophy? Um, I would say at the end of the day, everybody just drink local, support local. You know, there's a lot of great beer, not just in Long Island City, but you know, Queens Brooklyn Manhattan like
4: you know
3: there's a lot of good beer around here where Absolutely. everybody everybody deserves a visit to their tap room yes and you know based your opinions on all your visits like you could spend a lot of time drinking in New York and never get tired of it I Absolutely. could
1: not agree more man there's <laughs> so many great breweries uh, being a Queens guy myself, I'm so happy to have seen in the last you know five six years the explosion on the on the, on the Queens beer scene, which of course Big Alice is a part of, uh, and and it's great to see. And you know what, I, I I'm a big proponent of uh, no matter where you are in the world, we always say you know uh, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. And uh, you know thank you guys for doing what you do for the craft culture, man.
3: I think uh, thank you guys for having us on. You know we're always happy to hang out and chat with you guys for a little bit.
1: Awesome, very good. So I see that all of our beers are uh, basically empty, so we need to get some refills and uh, and, and keep, the, uh, keep this party moving. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, please, guys, if you have not yet taken a trip out to Big Alice in Long Island City, please do so. Big Alice is doing some very interesting things. And uh, their new uh, barrel-aged program coming up. Very excited, especially that barley wine, man. I'm excited about that. So, uh,
3: it's gonna be good absolutely
1: very cool man thank you so much all right cheers cheers thanks man and uh we got another uh, special guest on the show glad to have you back sir introduce yourself for our audience that's uh rich castagna bridge and tunnel brewery how are you Ri- doing guys oh uh, we're doing really really good man uh, thanks so much for hopping up on another episode uh, you know, you have the the moniker of being the hardest working brewer in Queens, <laughs> and uh, it's, it it is the truth. It is absolutely the truth. If you guys thanks, heard Rich on the show last time uh, talking about how he built the brewery literally, you know, from the ground up with his bare hands, it is actually uh, amazing. Uh, Rich, thanks so much for hopping back on. So let us know what are you uh, what are you pouring today? Uh,
4: I brought. We've been we've been. Uh We've been pouring our uh, coffee cream ale for a few years now, and uh, we're going to be canning it, uh, And but I brought I brought a keg of that, and then for the first time, we're putting on tap uh, our chai milk stout, which is something that I've been working on for actually the past couple of years. I I had announced, I think a couple of times on Ale Street News that I was going to be like kind of like I was going to be releasing it for the fall, and then like I think like two falls, i i pulled back i i did a couple of small batches and then tested it out at the tap room but i think i finally dialed into what i want and um we're we're working on a can label for it and we're gonna it's gonna be one of our fall offerings so
1: nice and and, uh before you hopped on i did have that and uh it was interesting it's it's definitely a fall beer and i think for for people that are kind of like you know, wary of the pumpkin beers. Uh-huh. This is an awesome alternative. I, I prefer this uh, definitely over pumpkin beers. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting flavor. It, it, it's different, but I but I did enjoy it. I cool. definitely did enjoy it. So you guys got some potentially uh, some exciting things going on at the brewery, right? You have uh, potentially some cannings coming up.
4: Yeah, we're uh, really we're trying to just kind of get this train moving once and for all in a consistent manner. So um, we're going to be, we're, gonna, we're doing more, we're gearing up for more canning on our rig that we built, uh, working on a couple of tweaks to make it, you know, make it work a little bit faster. Um, I finally hired a full-time guy other than myself. Um, so, which was going to be a stressor with all, you know, all the different tasks I need to get done during the week and I'm working till like all hours of the night you know, while having a hustle back to my full-time job in the morning, you know, so it's like I finally, I finally took that step and, you know, brought somebody on board, and you know, it's like, I think I'd mentioned it the last time in the when we spoke. It's like this year, it's like team building is the, is the kind of the mantra. You know, we're trying sure. to really just piece put the pieces together, and, you know, I mean, I could do all the tasks myself, but it's, it's better if we get a whole group of of uh you know bnt believers and we all get it done together you know
1: a- absolutely and, and yeah i mean you know it's you know when it comes to kids they say it takes a village to raise a child but in in, in a way you know th- th- these passion projects in your, in your personal business it's kind of like another kid in a way and, right and, and you, you need an army of people behind you to really really make it happen so it's good to see you guys are expanding and, and i'm excited to hear about that and um you know we, we spoke before you got on the show you mentioned uh That you guys are are considering getting into cider is that something you can you can talk about?
4: Yeah, man. Yeah, Uh, we're uh, we're going to be releasing our cider that we made last year, Um, either some in October. I wanted to do it for uh, New York City Cider Week, which is I believe it's the last week of October, Mm -hmm. but I'm itching like I'm itching to get it on tap. So. You know, my wife says, just hold out, just wait till the end, and so that we have, we have a, you know, like kind of a, a reason to get it on tap, and we can, you know, kind of be a little bit part of the cider week. Um, but it's, it turned out, you know, we, it was our first time making cider last year, and we had a uh, kind of of a substandard grinder. It wasn't substandard. It was a, it was this very small grinder that I, I got from a guy upstate, and uh, in the end, we ended up grinding like uh, sixteen hundred pounds of apples but it like it would only really effectively do it one apple at a time yeah so i was grinding the apples like that and we ended up getting it took us a long time i mean it took us like 12 hours to do 100 gallons of cider so this year a, a friend of mine been friends with this family for a couple of years now and the guy he owns an apple orchard upstate and his nephews are now growing hops that's how i got to know him i buy hops from the nephews and uh, he had a cider press that two years ago he wouldn't part with, and he threw me like a ridiculous price for it. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I called him again, and I said, "Listen, man, I know I keep like I keep beating the same drum, but would you be interested? I know you don't want to sell your grinder. I can't afford to buy it. I mean, your press. I know you don't want to sell your press. Um, I can't afford it anyway. But would you be interested in selling your grinder?" And he said. You know, man, I hold on to stuff for no good reason. I'm never going to make cider again. So he brought his price down by, like, two-thirds. Wow. Which w- and which was, like, I, I got a, a press and a grinder for the price of what a grinder would be f- new. Right on, But man. this wow. grinder is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's, like, we fired it up two weeks ago, and it sounded like a freight train running through the, the, <laughs> the brewery. Really, man, it's, like... I like I gotta work on it because it was this vibration factor. And I like like you know, talk about being a bad neighbor. This is like bad neighbor all over again. <laughs> but we have right and I built out two weeks ago I built out a cold room upstate in my I have a workshop upstate now. So I built out a cold room in there and I have eight hundred pounds of apples sitting in my cold room down in Ridgewood and another two thousand pounds of apples sitting up upstate. So we're looking at possibly our 100 gallons were from last year. We're looking to maybe do hopefully maybe 300 gallons of cider this year. Holy shit. Yeah, wow, so man. we're pushing, man. I'm like I'm kind of going like every Sunday I'm going back upstate gathering more apples, putting them in cold storage and Hauling ass, you know. Wow! Wow! That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, that, that's
1: exciting to see kind of that that type of expansion. And now you also mentioned that you kind of like reconfiguring the lineup at the brewery for fall. Can Can you talk a little bit about th- those kinds?
4: Yeah, of Yeah. Well, to, what, what we're going to be pulling back on tap, we're uh, we have a second batch of our Fierce City Barley Wine, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's in the fermenter now, and you know we'll give it a little bit longer. We'll probably do it like late fall right. uh, to keg that. Um, We have our chai milk stout, uh, which is the first time it's going on tap. Uh, Last week, we kegged another batch of our hazelnut brown ale, which we'll have on tap, and we're also going to be doing that in cans. Um, I'm a fan of pumpkin ales, so one of the next couple of batches, we're going to be doing a pumpkin ale, and we're also going to be doing our usual pumpkin ale, and then we're going to be doing our imperial pumpkin ale, which is made with all fresh, like, real pumpkin we take a week to uh, to roast the pumpkin, and then we we use it in our brew session. So it's like it's all real pumpkin, you know. It's not like you know, whatever whatever other ingre you know, other stuff that's used to right. simulate pumpkins. Right. Um, so we're kind of waiting for like the apples. I mean the the pumpkin to become available for that. Um, and now that I have the walk-in upstate, we might put those in cold storage too, so we can maybe you know like take our time making this the pumpkin pumpkin ales and then uh we have a we have an imperial stout that it's actually a blend of two batches one one batch was has been aging for a year and the other batch we we uh, brewed recently so we combined the two brewed with cacao and we're going to name that one diogenes which if you remember that was the that was the brewery that was on the corner right that we found stuff you know Right, right, in the ground us, yeah. Right, yeah so yeah, we're yeah. going to call it possibly diogenes in the dirt mm. and then maybe have like maybe like you know some of the stuff that we found somehow on a can and we'll to you know of course we're going to be telling that story at the brewery and uh plus the cider and uh going back to our, we're going to do our our oyster stout oh nice. we're going to be doing for uh, right around christmas for our mug club we're going to be doing a, a lobster dinner for our mug club members, and then we're going to be saving all of the shells, as well as the water that we boil the lobster in. Yep. And the next day, we're going to come in and make it a lobster stout. Oh shit! So wow. we got our, you know, like fall winter is our time, man. You know, so like we're psyched. That's you exciting, know? man. You guys got yeah. a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah,
1: a lot of stuff going on. Um, so th- there was one thing that we did on the intro of the show that you were on. We were talking, uh, um, just kind of s- switching tracks a little bit. We you um, we 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 know that you guys, you know, you had this interesting story behind the hot liquor tank, right? That it used to be in a Chinese food restaurant, Yeah. and then when you guys pulled it out, like it ended up getting, like like dented by. It. Can, yeah. Can you can you, uh, you kind of like just kind of give us a glimpse of that story? Yeah. I think I, I find that yeah. so fascinating. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, that was that was when we when I was in the nano days so that was that was it was back had, in the day, right? right so i had two, two i had two 55 gallon drums that were eventually became my mash tun in my boil kettle but i went all the way out to uh allentown to this other brewery to get them and i drove them back in a in my volkswagen jetta with nice. these two tanks in the behind my head and like the guys wanted me to take a third tank and i said look man it wasn't too it, you know it was still around like you know, there was still, like, that September 11th, like, kind of, like, freak out kind of thing. Yeah. And I was stressed out. Like, it looked like I was driving through with, like, gasoline or something like that. Right. And I was like, man, if I, like, drive through the Holland Tunnel, I'm going to end up getting shot with this. You know, I was, like, stressing out approaching the Holland Tunnel with these tanks. It sure, looked, sure, It was yeah. like something out of, like, like Road Warrior, you know? <laughs> so I said, you know what? I got to find another source. So I ended up finding on Craigslist this, like, god-awful... Ten, like it was a pot, and it turned out that it actually that it also was about 55 gallon capacity, but it was dented, and the guy had literally backed his car into the tank, yeah. and, and it, you know, and it had Chinese food at the bottom of the tank, all like gr- gr- you know gr- grubby and nasty and shit, wow. and um, and then I said, what well, you know, what is this guy gonna like? What is he gonna charge me for this tank? I know it's stainless steel. He said thirty bucks. Wow. I was like, I'll, I said thirty bucks, man. I'm taking it. I threw it. I threw that in the back of the of the the Jetta. It stunk the Jetta up to high. I couldn't get that smell out of the car. <laughs> I brought it home. I was like, all right, now smart guy that I am, trying to figure this crap out. How am I going to now get this dent out of it? Yeah. And I th- and I sat on it for about a week. And then I said, you know what? Let me see if I could get a car jack in there. Oh, so shit. I put my car jack in with a couple of pieces of wood, and I jacked it. and I pushed the sides out, and I made it perfectly circular again. Oh, wow. And that became our hot liquor tank. And it became a, it was a kick-ass tank. I still have it. Wow. In fact, I in fact I do smaller batches in it now. Like I'll do like yeah. a 50-gallon side batch. Yeah, yeah. In that in that old tank, it's still being used in the brewery. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah,
1: that's fucking amazing. Yeah.
4: yeah. Um.
1: Do you have any uh, a, a, any? Um, I know we talked about a bunch of beers just now, but is there any other beers or any other events that you want to talk about?
4: Yeah, well, th- actually, this weekend we have a bunch of stuff going on at the at the brewery. There's uh, the Bushwick Open Studios, which is like uh, the art studios that are right. in Bushwick, yeah, yeah, are yeah. having an, an opening an open weekend where the where they open to the public, and we're technically in Ridgewood, but. Above my, above my brewery are seven art studios, as well as the building next door. The upstairs is all art studios. I think like three or four of them are open for Bushwick Open Studios. So um, an artist that I've come to know, she came in yesterday and hung her artwork all through the brewery. So tomorrow we're gonna to be participating in the Open Studios event. And we also have a pop-up kitchen and for a, fr- a friend of ours that uh, she's making uh, beer brats and boiling them in in uh, bridge and tunnel beer, um, so that's going to be tomorrow. Uh, so we're going to have like the pop up kitchen and the you know the art art open studio going on. Uh, November, I think it's November 11th. We're going to celebrate our five year anniversary, even though it was actually two weeks ago. But we're going to combine it with our two-year uh anniversary of having the tap room open in Ridgewood. right on, so man. we're gonna do that um and i think that's what we have right now we're, we're 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 still trying to put a couple of things together my wife's been trying to like kind of come up with some cool stuff you know and of course like keep an eye out for you know back uh, when uh February comes, we'll be doing the Rock'em Sock'em. Oh, yeah. Rock'em um, Sock'em Robots. Yeah. So we're pretty
1: excited for yeah. that. We'd yeah.
4: really like you guys to come, man. we like, maybe going like, be there. You know? Be today, we're be tomorrow. We'll be there. Rock'em yeah. Sock'em Robots, yeah. the tournament. Yeah. I'm excited so, about that, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's about, it's, I think that's what we have going on right now. We're a little slow to the punch this year of, like, putting together events. But uh, I find that, like, last year, we did we did some informal stuff that we got some good traction with, you know, like we did we uh, right before New Year's, we just basically put a post out and said, hey, we're open. Um, this is going to be a low-key event, no cover charge, you know. We're going to do a uh, potluck, you know, dinner at the at the brewery, you know, yeah. low-key, no maintenance, you know, low maintenance, no hassle event, and that's become our thing, and a lot of people came. So we might do that, you know, come the holidays. Maybe like, uh, I mean, I don't know if we're, I don't know what we're gonna do for Christmas and New Year's, but that'll probably be New Year's Eve for sure. We'll be doing that. Cool. You know?
1: that yeah. Sounds really cool. So I I, I want to ask, other than obviously, other than Bridge and Tunnel, what is what is one of the breweries or or two of the breweries here right now that you're excited about? The breweries? Yeah, here right now tonight, like. Other than your brewery here, yeah. what's a brewery that you're kind of like? Oh
4: wow! Like, well, I'm, I want right, to check to these guys. I'm right next to Sloop, and I've I've uh, I've heard a lot about those guys. Yeah. Where we've had a chance to talk tonight, and they have some really two really great IPAs on tap. Um, one of them actually, um, the guy that I was telling you that we we had recently hired, he lived not too far away from them, and he brought me the same beer on in the can that they're they have on tap tonight. So I was. I was kind of, you know, kind of happy to see those guys, you know, and um, I haven't seen them yet. I got to walk around, but I believe on the flyer that that evil twin was supposed to be here tonight.
1: That, yeah, that that was that what uh, was on the flyer. I have not seen them yeah. yet, but hopefully they, they'll right. still make it here.
4: I I, I kind of wanted to meet the guy because they're going to be, you know, we're going to be neighbors. We're going to be neighbors. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm going to walk around and see if I could, you know. Sure to see if he's here, yeah. you know. Very cool. Yeah.
1: Perry, you got any any, any questions, any thoughts for Rich? Uh,
2: I guess the only curiosity for me is uh, being from Pittsburgh, you know, we got a, a couple of places to do really good ciders. Um, wow. So it's cool to hear that you're doing more of that. Would you consider exploring more of the, like, you know, people are doing, like, dry hop ciders or, like, Perry's and all the other kind of varieties, right? Like, yeah. once you feel like you've stabilized the apple, do you feel like you're going to explore the other varieties, or do you want to... Like, take it slow with that. You know
4: what I mean? You know, it's... It's funny, man. I, I um... I've kind of developed this, like, uh, obsession with sour ciders. Okay. And, uh... I'm not sure to go big or to maybe do a small batch, you know? Um, but I, I would like to... I'd like to try a few things, you know, this year. That's why we're, I'm pushing. My, my first hurdle, really, is to secure the apples. Right, right. And to hold on, and I want to hold on to them, keep them in cold storage, and uh, and then really take it from there. But, like, I mean, I, I've been liking a lot of the, you know, the kind of, like, the, the deviant ciders, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I, I like a, like a straight-up, you know, traditional cider. But... I'm not, I'm not one to shy away from experimenting with, you know, with styles. I mean, I've done that with beer and I mean like, and I'm not, I'm not into cider, like trying to like do cider, like I'm a, I'm kind of like, I'm a big fan of apples as stupid as it sounds. Like I eat apples every day, it's ridiculous And, and it only really makes sense that I should make cider. (laughs) but like and I like regular cider but lately messing around with like you know like sampling some of the some of the more like deviant styles like the dry hop ciders and stuff I can't aside from a few things that I think take it a little too far there's not many there's not many things that I'm not curious about you know
2: the dry hop
4: stuff I really like I like the sour ciders you know
2: I actually had a buddy in town just the other week from uh, Australia spent a lot of time in Europe and he went to school in England so he's a massive fan of the scrumpies Uh which are you know like it's a nice twist on the traditional but it's such a different kind of drink at the same time yeah yeah so it's there's a lot out there in the same range right like ciders are kind of untapped in the sense of America like we are aware of them all we're playing with them yeah but the scene is very very small still
4: yeah 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 you know, it's funny. I was uh, I was uh, I was upstate last week, and I was gathering apples. And uh, you know, th- right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to bulk up with some you know like apples from orchards. But right now, everything that I have so far is all wild. And man, the the the, the varieties, man, it's like you know, like I had these two sets of apples last week, and one was these little red beautiful apples right and then these other ones with these like kind of like off green with like a crust on the they almost look like a crustacean on each apple right okay. and so you would think which one would which one would you think would would taste like what you know yeah, yeah. and you would think for sure the reds have to be so sweet you know and these net these gnarly ugly apples have to be like probably you know a tough a tough bite you know and it was the reverse. The 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 green gnarly apples were so sweet, and the little red ones were like, a like tannin, you know, bomb. You know what I mean? It was they were oh, yeah. so bitter. And then so I was like, wow, I was surprised with that. So then I was like, as I was working, I was, I was taking a bite of the sweet one and a bite of the of the tannic apple, and like basically like chewing them at the same time. And it was like, it was like such a nice like as as they combined, yeah, it was yeah. like. I'm so glad we got some of these little reds, you know? Right. Yeah,
1: right yeah, right on. That's awesome. Very, yeah.
4: Very
1: cool. Awesome. So, um, Rich, is is there anything else that you would like to leave our audience just, just you know, to let them know about Bridge and Tunnel? Anything you wanna
4: you want to talk about, anything you want to leave us with? Um Well Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're we'd love to have you guys come by and uh, check out our tap room, you know. I mean we we uh, we're kind of known for a spot that's not gonna you know, beat you up too much. I mean, we try to keep our prices at about, roughly about 5 bucks a pint. And, uh, you know, we'd love, love to see you guys come by. If you haven't been at Bridge and Tunnel, you know, we're at uh, 1535 Decatur Street. We're right off the L-Line, off the Halsey stop. Um, it's not far from anywhere in Queens and easy to get from if you're coming from Brooklyn uh, and the city. So, um, you know, stop by, man. We're a low-maintenance... Uh, Tap room. You can bring your own food. Bring your dog. Bring your kid. It's all good with us, man. Nice.
1: And and I'm I'm happy to say that even though you're you're in Ridgewood, you're right on the border. Queens can still claim you. So you're 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 still a Queens brewery. Oh yeah, man.
4: We're we're love it. We yeah. We somebody brought in a a little a little like sign. It says uh, it says Queens. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, where are we gonna put this? You know, like. (laughs) So yeah, man. We're we're always we're always holding that flag high for Queens, you know?
1: Absolutely. And and just to kind of echo those words, definitely if you haven't been to Bridge Tunnel yet, do it. Stop by. It's an awesome vibe. Uh, A lot of beers on tap. You know, there's Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Um, It's a good place. Uh, Rich, we love having you on. Uh, You're a really good dude, and we love what you're doing over there. So definitely, guys, if you haven't yet, please do check out Bridge Tunnel. Rich, thank you so much, man. man. appreciate you being on the show.
4: Yeah, right on. How's it going,
5: guys? My name is uh, Brendan. I'm a uh, sales rep for Sands City Brewing Company. So I started working about a year ago. I uh, started as a bar back, you know, kind of just looking for some money to make, you know, just for going out on the weekends. But I realized the potential behind this brewery, and uh, I just fell in love with everything behind it. You know, all the guys there are so chill. Everyone's very cool. You know, we're almost like, you know it sounds so cliche, but we're all kind of just like a big family over there. So I honestly fell in love with it from day one. I graduated uh, college, and it was that summer, and I was just looking for a, you know like a gig to work on the weekends, and uh, right. you know just to reiterate my last point. I was working, I know I was talking to the people, speaking to people from the craft beer scene and everything, and I started to learn like all these like new dynamics and whatnot, and I kind of like you know just really saw the potential behind this brewery. It's something I very Fullheartedly believe in like it's you know and it's just something we strive to make greater and greater every day uh and I kind of just fell in love with the entire scene you know the people you get to meet you know the people you get to work with every day and really there's not, not much more I can say about that you know I mean and honestly the beer obviously right you know, that speaks <laughs> for itself of, of course, course. But, of course but uh yeah man it
1: just... so, so absolutely man and, and speaking of which so what are you guys pouring today so
5: today we're pouring MoFoZeg. It's a single hop IPA and it's one of the f- our brewmaster, his name's Kevin Steiler, guy makes phenomenal beers. It's one of his favorite beers that we brew. So we had that, we figured we had to showcase that. And then we also figured if we're going to showcase that we might as well bring what I like to call its bigger brother over, which is even MoMofo, the double dry hop version of that. Love yeah, the name by I the just, way. Oh, great name, right? People yeah. get a
2: kick out of that. Just grabbed one of those. It's pretty tasty. Oh yeah? Said, yeah? Awesome,
5: yeah. man. I'm glad you enjoyed um, yeah, it's just a phenomenal beer. Uh, it's honestly one of our highest-rated beers uh, on social media. So figured, all right, got to give that to the public, right? You know, and it's also one of my personal favorites. So may have been a little uh, biased there. <laughs> I want to pour beers. I want to drink. You know? Uh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And that's kind of like what we're all about there. You know, like we only. You know, that, that's what uh, you know, I respect it a little about Kevin Siler. Uh, you know, our head brewer is that uh you know he only brews beers that he's going to drink himself and if he's not going to drink it we're not going to brew it you know so that's fair that's yeah. fair exactly absolutely.
1: absolutely exactly yeah so um i have to ask other than than you guys is there a brewer here that you're excited about trying their beers Absolutely,
5: absolutely. I mean, you know, like I've—I mean, I haven't even taken the full lap yet. Oh <laughs> um, man, it's still a work in progress for me. I know I'm—I'm I'm slow behind. I'm definitely behind.
2: But certainly, uh, yeah, you get time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are
5: just breweries that, like, I don't, right out of my mind. You know, you got like Equilibrium. You know, i have yeah. Someone like I've had some amazing. Every basically every can I've gotten from those guys has I,
1: blown me away. I've—I've like, I've heard so many good things about them. They're I've,
5: phenomenal. You definitely check them out. Uh, Finnback. Great, I know, like, like that, great yes. brewery. You know, we actually did a collaboration with them. So those guys right. are great. We love those guys. Um, and then I guess the rest of it remains to be seen. You know, yeah. I gotta, t- I gotta finish this lap. <laughs>
1: absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you guys have any, any, any special beers you could talk about coming up?
5: You know, I can't discuss what specifically we're coming out with. However, I will say. Our second year anniversary is coming off October 8th. You should all mark that down on your calendars. October, October 8th. 8th. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. October 8th, all right. It's going to be our second year anniversary, which is huge for us. You know, yeah. like, the support from everybody has been amazing. Uh, so we're, I'll just say, we're known to be to brew a, spe- a specific uh, anniversary beer, and we're also looking to drop a new beer that really? day. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We actually just finished brewing that up... Uh, what was it yesterday so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. i'm super excited to try it oh my god I, oh, nice. you guys honestly you're gonna i think you're gonna love it so yeah, that's exciting man that's really, that it is. really exciting
1: that it is. so kind of r- rolling the clock back a little you know was there a specific beer or beer style that got you personally into craft beer i mean i mean we all grew up and we started we, we, we yeah. were Everybody, you know, we were drinking some shit back in the day, Yeah, you know? drink your
5: flagships and whatnot, but, uh, honestly, man, like, just the whole Northeastern style, like, just, like, fascinated me, that murky, juicy, like, quality to these beers, and I think that's something that San City has literally perfected on it. like, I, there, we're doing it as good as anybody else is, is out there, you know, so... Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of what caught my eye. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, beer can be like this, too, you know? Yeah. So that kind of got me hooked onto this whole,
3: like, you know, movement.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and the movement is exploding. I mean, just that like is. you look just, you know, in, in New York alone, I mean, there, there's so many breweries that popped up in the last five, six years or so. And, and honestly, there's still room for plenty more. So it, it's exciting absolutely. to see where... Where craft will go Yeah um, So now for, for for you personally Like do you gravitate Obviously there's so many Different diverse styles Of craft beer But do you gravitate Towards specific styles Do you have like like Favorites
5: I would say I fluctuate So You know You know It'll, it'll be like You know A solid Period of time Where all I want Is just juicy IPAs And you know I'm just going for those But then you know There's kind of like have like a little bit of a down period and that's when I go for like stouts. I love stouts. I had a phenomenal stout I was by on uh, McKellar before they're pouring a great oh, yeah. stout over there like, I have not tried that yet I will I probably try. be going back for seconds you know like. alright right on <laughs> so yeah man like I said I fluctuate I bop around I like I appreciate all beer styles you know so yeah. you try you gotta try to keep an open mind in this because there's so many styles you can try you know
1: and, and I agree and I think you know that, that that's the allure of craft beer because there's so many styles there's so many different flavor spectrums that's explored through the craft beer scene which is why you know craft beer is so amazing yeah I mean you know you gotta keep that open mind oh absolutely exactly. absolutely so exactly. um, yeah man I, I mean I, I really enjoy what you guys are doing I think uh, I think San City you, you guys are you know phenomenal brewery I, I definitely dig it thank but you very much is there like um, can you speak on perhaps maybe like the San City philosophy is there a philosophy behind the brewing there behind the business we asked the heavy questions here. Yeah, wow. We're, we're getting deep now. <laughs> we're getting really
2: deep. <laughs> The San City...
1: So, do you, do you need to finish the beer first? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, what are you drinking right now? Which one I'm are you drinking, drinking
5: the Even Mo Mofo. It's honestly one of my favorite beers that we make. I think I said that before. But honestly, that's honestly this is one of the first beers that I realized, like, oh, wow. They're up to something over at San City, you know? Yeah. But... Um, your question, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting
1: your question. Well, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll give you this this, this random... Oh, philosophy, let me... Uh, yes. So,
5: you know, it's kind of like, we kind of play into the whole story of our town, so just give you the really quick spark notes version of it. Sure. Um, we, basically, our town on Long Island was like a sand mine. They would mine sand and then go and convert that into concrete, and that's what built the roads and the skyscrapers in Manhattan. Yeah. And it's on our, you know, it's on our website, it's kind of like our mantra, almost, like taking something infinitesimally small and making it something great, you know? And so we're all about that. We're a very small brewery, but we're trying to make a big, great name for ourselves. And I think we've done a pretty good job with that
1: thus far. You know. Oh, yeah, man. It's funny, um, we, we did um, um, maybe about five months ago or so, we, we did an event with uh, Starfish Junction Productions. It was um, a beer fest. Okay. And, 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 we, and it's funny, you know, you asked the question, who brings beer to a beer fest, and beer today, beer tomorrow. And one of the beers we had, was I believe the San City the, um, the IPA the Mofo, and we would ju- we would just slamming that back and that, honestly like there was a lot of good beers at the event and that beer that we brought which happened to be yours was one of the best beers there of the night. Oh. And uh, and you know we knew right then and there we we're like you know you got you guys are onto something you guys not are doing some, some there, good right? shit. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> It's
5: not just all talk. No
1: no not at all you guys are real you know, doing some really good. We're beers. We're big on letting our beer speak for itself that's that's for sure you know. And I think, you know, I think in the craft beer scene, that's what it is. I mean, you know, there's uh, a lot of different people. A lot of different uh, breweries have a lot of different levels of support. They have a lot of different backstories. But at the end of the day, you got to make good beer. If you make good beer, it'll speak for itself. And uh, exactly and, you the know, simplest get... business model, you know, <laughs> absolutely. And as you know, you guys do make good beer. Yeah, yeah. Um,
5: it's great for me as a salesman, you know, because it's the easiest product sell, to sell. If it's, sell, to sell. It's, if it's, like, the best beer, it's the easiest thing to sell.
1: <laughs> I can only imagine. It's like, great, you walk in, like, I got beer. You like beer? I got fucking beer, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly,
2: <laughs> man. <laughs>
1: uh, Perry, man, you, you got any any, uh, any any questions, any thoughts for uh, San City homie, over here?
2: I mean, I guess the only thing, I I actually haven't already until tonight, so uh, are you guys... Distributing around the city a lot, or you do is it like so? What kind of distribution do you
5: have? Because I haven't, yeah, I don't know yet. so yeah. that's I kind of do like that's that, that's my end of the business. I do like our distribution and account managing and whatnot. Um, so, uh, our production currently isn't at the capacity to meet the demands of like a city bar, you know, a Manhattan bar, Gotcha. however. We are looking at expansion in the very near future, so keep an eye out for us. We will be around, you know. Our next goal most likely is to be a presence in, the like, the city. Right, right. All right,
2: yeah. awesome. All right, yeah. yeah.
1: Very yeah. cool, man, and we're looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, so we, we talked about some special beers. So is, is there um, a particular canning coming up that we can look out for? Come on down to the anniversary and see for yourself, man. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> very very cool. Is there anything you want to leave our audience with? Uh, anything that that audience you feel they should know about Sand City Brewing beyond what we just discussed?
5: You know we're a very new brewery and you know we're trying to make a name for ourselves. I highly recommend you come check us out. You know we are we're in an awesome town. You come down to Northport, beautiful town, right on the harbor, yeah. restaurants and everything. Just come make a day out of it. Come check us out. We're doing uh we got some pretty big things going on over there. Awesome.
1: Very cool, and uh, you know what, beer today, beer tomorrow, you know. If, if you guys have uh, time for us, we'd love to come down there, do a show at the brewery. Uh, Sounds good to me, man. That would be dope, man. Listen, thank you so much for hopping on the show. No we, we appreciate what you guys are doing. San City is, is definitely one of those top breweries that we advise our fans to look out for. You guys are doing big things, and uh, we definitely appreciate it, man. Thank you so awesome. much. thanks for having me, guys. Uh, anytime, man, anytime. Always a pleasure. <laughs> thanks, brother. <laughs> All
5: right, guys. Cool. done get it. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, yeah, come grab a beer.
0: We hope you guys enjoyed part one of the last day of Summerfest. Tune in next week for a huge part two featuring David Lopez, co-owner of Gun Hill Brewery, Katrina Martinez, owner and head brewer of Lina Brewery, Kevin O'Donnell and Blake Tomnitz, co-owners of Five Borrow Brewing Company, and Jay Steinhauser, head of sales at Interborough. Don't forget to follow BTBT's Craft Beer Odyssey on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, people, no matter where you are in the world, drink local, drink fresh, repeat. Cheers.